Welcome to the third installment of the New Stronger News Podcast segment, Black Agricultural News, or Band for short, where we highlight this week's important events surrounding agriculturalists of color. This is your host, Harvey Harvest, and let's get into it. Our first story, black farmers to receive $5 billion from coronavirus relief bill to pay off debt and establish equity commission. Reference from an article by Derek Major of Black Enterprise, published March 10th. Visit blackenterprise.com for more info. If you haven't heard the news yet, President Joe Biden signed the highly anticipated relief bill Thursday afternoon on March 11th. Inside President Joe Biden's $1.9 trillion coronavirus relief bill includes $5 billion in funds earmarked for black farmers. The American Rescue Plan allocated $10.4 billion for the nation's farmers who were struggling before the coronavirus pandemic due to Trump's trade war, which was an aggressive tariff war that imposed crippling costs on American farmers and ranchers, not to mention consumers. However, half of that will go specifically to black farmers. On top of the same challenges white farmers face, black farmers have had to deal with less access to credit and technical support, which makes it harder for them to update equipment, purchase seed, operate their farms, and buy more land. And let's not forget the racial bias black farmers have had to endure for the last century. The Washington Post and others call the effort from the Biden administration the most significant legislation from black farmers since the Civil Rights Act. According to the Post, black farmers in America have lost more than 12 million acres of farmland over the past century, mostly since the 1950s. Agricultural experts and advocates for them say the loss is a combination of systemic racism, biased government policy, and social and business practices that have denied African-Americans equal access to the markets. In addition to the $5 billion, the relief bill will fund a racially equity commission at the USDA to address the long duration of discrimination amongst black farmers. Next up, in honor of Women's History Month, Black Farmer Jane set out to bring healthy, affordable food to KC's urban core. A reference from an article by Anna Spory of Kansas City Star, published March 11th, Visit Apple News for more info. 37-year-old Latrice Murray of Kansas City turned to her garden when the pandemic hit. She was working as a technology trainer for Cerner, traveling the globe when suddenly everything was put on hold. She began working the soil and growing veggies as a pastime, putting down seeds that grew into peppers and tomatoes. She took them to her grandmother, who is the one who taught her how to garden, and noticed others at the senior living facility where her grandmother resided lacked fresh produce. In addition, she noticed families in her east side neighborhood lacking reliable transportation to supermarkets outside of their urban community and how they turned to convenience stores, which lacked plentiful produce. So she made a plan, and that plan was to provide affordable food to communities in food desert, and thus her urban farm was born. And in her zip code, with the lowest life expectancy in the city, she not only tapped into a demand, she tapped into a need. Mary went on to secure a contract with a local Caribbean restaurant that bought her scotch bonnet peppers, and even church members were able to come for green tomatoes the size of softballs. Her small plot of land that some call an oasis amid the bricks and pavement became the cornerstone for her business she calls Black Farmer Jane. Since plucking her first peppers and tomatoes, the plan for her urban farm has spread to three other plots of land in three other cities, located in Pine Bluff, Arkansas, Memphis, Tennessee, and Dallas, Texas. But back home, Mary is mapping out plans for her plot to harvest melons, pole beans, okra, and even peas for her community. Mary's backyard farmer, 
market is expected to open on Saturdays in July. If you want to follow her and her amazing story, you can follow her on Facebook at facebook.com slash blackfarmerjane. Here's to you, Latrice Murray. We see you and we honor you. In other news, groundbreaking set for new Durham, North Carolina elementary school named to honor black farmers. Article Arthur unknown, but you can read more on the subject at newsbreak.com. A week later than expected, Durham Public Schools officially broke ground on its newest elementary school this past Wednesday. The school district was supposed to start construction on Lions Farm Elementary School last week, but weather complications held up the process. The $30 million school was named after a family of black farmers who once owned the land and leased portions of it out to tobacco farmers. The Lyons family is actually one of many African-American families responsible for growth and economic opportunities for Durham and its people. The family worked tirelessly through post-reconstruction and much of the 1900s, even against attempts to remove them from the land they rightfully owned. In a quote from Durham's public school committee, we hope by selecting a name for the school that honors the family that owned the property, we are capturing the importance of the past, present, and the future of the area and its infinite possibilities, end quote. The school will be located in Southern Durham off Scott King Road. It's unclear at this time when students will begin attending class at the school. And our last story, how Soul Fire Farm is supporting black farmers on the land and on the hill. Reference from an article by Eve Turrell Paul of Forbes Magazine, published March 9th. Visit Forbes.com for more info. Tucked into the relief bill is the Emergency Relief for Farmers of Color Act, sponsored by Senator Raphael Warnock, which provides relief payments to help farmers of color pay off loan debt. The act is a progeny of Senator Cory Booker's Justice for Black Farmers Act, a bill introduced back in February of 2021. One of the people working behind the scenes on Booker's Justice for Black Farmers Act was Leah Pennyman, co-founder and farm manager of Soul Fire Farm in Grafton, New York, a nonprofit that is dedicated to uprooting racism and seeding sovereignty in the food system. Soul Fire Farm very, very quickly became a cultural and educational beacon. Their on-farm trainings for people of color have multi-year waiting lists. Wow. Pennyman calls the public response to Soul Fire's offerings evidence of an insatiable hunger for justice and sustainability. The growth of Soul Fire Farm is a testament to the demand, interest, and opportunity that awaits in the agriculture sector once people of color are given appropriate access to land, training, and funding opportunities. To read the full interview with Leah Pennyman and Eve Toro Paul about Soul Fire Farm's inspiration, influence, and future plans, visit Forbes.com and search Soul Fire Farm. That about wraps up this segment for Black Agriculture News. I'm Harvey Harvest, and I'll see you next time.